Broadcasting from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Awkward Silence. And now, our favorite host in this particular time spot, it's Brandon Gooch Han. Head rush. How you doing? My name is Brandon Gooch Han, and welcome to Awkward Silence 2.1 right here on the VegasVideoNetwork.com. We're back from a two-week break thanks to Thanksgiving. Stupid Indians and pilgrims throwing off our time frame, trying to make a difference in the world, showing everybody that togetherness is the way to go. <laughs> you want to watch a replays of the show? Don't worry about it, Lamb Chop. We got it on VegasVideoNetwork.com, iTunes, YouTube, Roku, you can even hit us up on email at awkward at vegasvideonetwork.com. We have phone numbers, 866-966-4599, 866-966-4599. I know I totally did that in a backwards order. I just wanted to keep Jake up on his toes. And now it's time for the seamless segue to camera number two. Yeah. Right? And in the news, a brand new viral video is gathering up hits on YouTube like crazy, featuring the greatest frisbee catch of all time. Let's take a look. This right here is the world's fastest receiver. Amazing. What's truly amazing is a group of grown men would take Frisbee that seriously. What's next, extreme hacky sack? If you want to impress me, catch it with your teeth. Enjoy your Birkenstocks, douchebags. And in Zimbabwe, a man was attempting to cheat on his wife with a call girl. But when the call girl arrived to his hotel room, he was a little disappointed because these, his prostitute looked an awfully lot like his wife. That's because it was his own daughter. Awkward. Somebody is grounded. Now, I got to tell you, I feel bad for this guy. Because how would it feel for you to know that your shitty parenting turned your daughter into a whore? I just wish that there was somebody he could talk to, a person that he could turn to that would understand his situation. But where could we find such an individual? And finally, a study has come out to reveal that teenage girls are bitches. I know. Mothers all across the country are like, what? In a new study, they have come to find out that when a girl calls another girl a slut, that has nothing to do with their sexual behavior. So you mean to tell me that when two teenage girls get into an argument, one girl, most likely the popular one, is going to start up a vicious rumor about the other girl banging the entire football team, the basketball team, the chess club, the glee club, and the student aide all at the same party? Oh, Jessica's such a slut! Sad. And the thing is, is Jessica's hymen is 100% intact. You know, a slander campaign like that could ruin a girl's reputation with other girls. But at the same time, it would boost her reputation with the boys, so it's not a complete loss. And you know, and it's funny, the study is trying to make it out like teenage boys aren't just as shallow. We did the same damn thing, except we replaced slut with gay. And the funny thing is, 
is the guy who started up that rumor most likely ended up looking way gayer than the guy he was starting the rumor about. Did you hear about Jason? What? He was having sex with a dude in the shower. Are you sure? Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. I saw it for like 20 minutes. It was beautiful. He's such a queer. <laughs> Let's go play Frisbee. And in Las Vegas news, the nightlife here in Vegas is what gathers up all the headlines. So we decided to start things off in the afternoon. That's why we sent Courtney Leone down to Bally's to cover one of the hottest strip attractions. Hey, Court. Hi, Peggy. Gooch, we all stayed home from school to watch the magic known as The Price is Right. Well, now as an adult, you can ditch work and participate with it firsthand on the strip. Well, what's the difference? You're not on TV, but they still have the same set from the 35th anniversary edition, and they have a bunch of the games that you liked, like Plinko and Any Number and that like retarded mountain climbing guy game thing. Oh, you talk about the cliffhanger. Wow, you would show off what a loser you are. Well, first off, uh, I want to point out to you that you're way too young to remember Cliffhanger. And second off, I stayed home from school because I had chicken box not once, but twice. Weak immune system? Mm, I didn't even know you are sick, buddy. But that's okay, because National AIDS Awareness Day was yesterday. Uh, I, don't, I don't have AIDS. Sure you don't, pobrecito. That's uh, poor baby boy for our Spanish-impaired viewers. Uh, changing the subject, do you still get the same awesome prizes? Maybe. First, you've got to pay $56.25 to even get in, and then you might not get chosen. But if you do get chosen, you can win really cool stuff, like a $45 microwave. It's going to cost you $65 to check on your flight home at U.S. Air. You'd probably be better off just gambling and winning, like, real money, or better than that, losing the money so we can put it back into our public education system for our children. But... Courtney, you said our children. You don't have kids. And thank God, because I would hate to bring a child into a world where the Vegas edition of The Price is Right is hosted by Todd Newton. Who's Todd Newton? Exactly. Here's long story short. Todd Newton is a guy who wants to be Drew Carey. Drew Carey, a guy who wants to be Bob Barker. Bob Barker, a guy who really wants you to spade new to your pets. Courtney Leone, everyone. One dollar, Gooch! What does that mean? Just practicing for the showcase showdown. I get it. It's the lowest bid. All right, we'll be back in just a little bit with our headliner, but for now, a station ID. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. And now our headliner. She's one of the runners of ShekiMagazine.com. She's actually been featured on Last Comic Standing. She's married to another comic, we'll get to in just a little bit. And she's also the co-author of the Comedy Bible. Let's make some noise for Tracy Skeen, everyone. Hey! All right. I clap for myself? Why not? 
Let everyone know that you love yourself. You know what I mean? You're not hiding anything. So uh, it was so funny. We were talking about uh, talking uh, off uh, off camera about you had a host and he couldn't pronounce Shecky magazine. I mean. You're trying to start trouble already. Of course I am. That's the kind of guy First of all, I am. I don't want people to know that I talk to you off camera. Oh. That mm, bothers me a little bit. That's going to start up Yeah, Shecky Magazine is weird because Shecky Magazine is after Shecky Green, who's mm -hmm. a well-known comedian. So comedians should at least know that it's Shecky Green. Right. But what was sketchy, he Sketchy. I've heard Stetchy. I love that one. Stetchy Magazine. Stetchy Magazine. Sketchy Magazine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Like, as a, like when you, you've been in the business for a while and... You know, like when you're, in, when you're in my shoes or whatever, somebody gets your name wrong. I've been called Chachi before. I don't even know how that gets screwed up. But, uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I know. Like, well, from now on, you're Chachi Gooch. Well, I already told you that I, right. I'm always afraid I'm going to call you Hooch Gun. Well. That's my uh, well, fear, exactly. which I like. Mm, kind of sounds like I liquor. like that. Yeah, Hooch Gun. Hooch Gun. I like that. I like that a lot better than the one I already have. But, uh, you know, when somebody gets your name wrong and stuff, I mean, especially like, do you still take that like kind of offense? If it happens one time, you're like, all right. You know, in print, I do because you know you know this for when you're uh, uh, promoting shows. You send in your eight by ten that usually has your name right on there, clearly spelled out, and then the copy right next to it will be misspelled, mm -hmm. even though it's clearly right there on your name. Worst one I ever had is I showed up and it said, appearing tonight, Tracy Tracy Shine. Mm. Yeah, which I like that. That's going to be my stripper name. <laughs> exactly. I give it up for a Tracy, Tracy Shine. No, Tracy Tracy Shine. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy Tracy Shine. Tracy Tracy Shine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, You're poison. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, look, out of all the songs, you had to go to that one. Um, now, uh, actually, let's bring this up. Uh, congratulations. You're celebrating your 23rd wedding anniversary today. Yeah. Hey, that deserves. And you're married to uh, comedian Brian McKim? Yes. All right. Well, that whole time. That whole time. Yes. <laughs> and I was 23 when I got married. So it's kind of a weird mm -hmm. thing. It's, I've been with him half my life. Oh, man. Isn't that strange? You know, no. I find that strange because... Like, if, if you ask Courtney, I mean, unfortunately, she's still at Bally's. Um, <laughs> I like Courtney because she calls you a dick. I know, right? Well, you know, but who else am I going to find to work for free, really? You know what I mean? You Is call the boss what? whatever you want, but just do as I say when I ask you to do it. I'll kind of do it, whatever. I, I like that attitude. But, uh, but no, like, you know, Courtney will tell you, the last thing people want to do, like, it's just dating people within the biz. I mean, you, I hear all these horror stories about women that, date other comics or comics that date other female comics. Right. And it's just, how does that even work? I mean. Apparently it does. Well, I know I, that, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know. You know, I, I can't imagine being married to somebody who isn't at the biz because at least Brian understands if a show doesn't go well or if a joke doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. You know, he gets that. Right. If I was married to somebody with an important job, I don't think <laughs> yeah. they would be so understanding. <laughs> you know, Donald Trump, cares? I had a bad show. Yeah, Suck it up. Exactly. You know, you know I don't you're right, though, because uh, I, I always kind of thought that, too. But then I, 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 met, uh, like, I met Courtney, and I was like, there's right. no way you can date a, date a female comic. But it's like, <laughs> you know, it, but the thing is, is like, you know, you're right, because a lot of people don't realize, like, when, when a show does go bad, it wears on you. Like, last yes. Friday, I was uh -huh. at a show, and I had some dickhead in the back yell out, next! And I oh. mean, I... I mean, I'm trying out brand new jokes. I'm trying out brand new jokes, which you know is either, you know, can, it's either sink or swim. Right. And I'm trying out this joke, and it didn't go anywhere. And this guy yelled out next. I never, I mean, whew, 
thank God I wasn't on cocaine. Because, I mean, I probably would have... <laughs> well, for many reasons. Exactly. For many reasons. Right. Well, the, I'm already hyped. But if you're, it's weird. If you're married to another comic and you're working with another comic, there's nothing worse than being in the room and then hearing somebody heckle the person that mm -hmm. you're married to. That's awful. Yeah. Because you actually physically want to... Exactly. Just pound the person into the ground. You know what? I had my girlfriend do that. One guy tried to heckle me, and I just, uh -huh. I and this was in a bar, so I just proceeded to destroy him for the next 15 minutes. Sure you you know? I mean, So it was great. Sure hey, Courtney was there. <laughs> but like, she thinks you're a dick. Yeah, she thinks I'm a dick. But <laughs> oh, she was there. God. She'll yeah, stand sure. up for it. Sure. No, but like I decided to, you know, and I mean, you could go as ballsy as you want in a right. bar. And then she decided to go up and tell him, like, Hey, you know that was that wasn't cool, and Ooh. it was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I know not to do that. Exactly, yeah, that's because bad. you know after after somebody just destroys them, it's like you gotta you have to understand that this is my world. Right, you can't really go in there. Right, see, and we understand that. Yeah, so. and uh, speaking of, let's talk about the book the two of you guys wrote, mm -hmm. the comedy bible. Right, and. Uh, you, I was talking to you before about it, and you said, like, once every 10 years, one of these books tends to come out. Yes. And this is the once in a decade. So somebody better not write one in the next 10 years, because yeah. I'm going to be mighty <laughs> angry. This better be on the shelves. Yeah, and, you know, there is another book called The Comedy Bible, which has sort of caused a little bit of uh, confusion. Uh, this is sort of part of a series. It was The Acting Bible and The Comedy Bible, and who knows what other kind of Bible. The Bible Bible. Maybe they'll just go regular right. Bible Bible. Uh, so there's been a little bit of confusion, but as we always say, just have comedy Bible bookends. Right. Buy right. Judy Carter's comedy Bible. Buy our comedy Bible. Well, you know, what's the difference between all these books, though? I mean, is there pretty much like the same thing, or are you guys just... Uh... I think it's the attitude of the author. Mm -hmm. I think our book's a little bit different. Somebody read it and said it actually makes it sound uh, kind of scary to become a comic, which I thought was kind of... Funny, we're realistic. I mean, we actually tell you in the book, don't expect your parents to be happy. You right, know, we're kind right. of, we try to be just as realistic as possible. And we don't, I think the difference between our book and somebody else's book is we don't tell people how to do it, uh, comedy-wise. Other books, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you pretty much how to write a joke, and we just say, find your own way. Mm -hmm. So it really sounds like, by the way I'm describing it, there's absolutely nothing in the book, but there is. <laughs> there's lots and lots in the book. But we always say it's more of a, like a how-to, a why-to rather than a how-to. Is it a book a that just kind of explains uh, a lot of the emotions that come with comedy? That's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you were saying, like, because it's not easy. You know, and, the, and yeah. I've, I've, read, I've read some of the other books, and it's like they make it out like, hey, just pick up a mic and go right. for it. And they even try and tell you, like you gotta have a laugh every eight seconds, and you got, and, and it's like no, you're trying to make me be the comic that you exactly, be. and we don't do that. Yeah, we don't do that at all because I wouldn't want to have had that done to me when I was starting out. So we essentially wrote the book that we would have liked to have read when we were starting out. Mm -hmm. Although now I'm finding out that had we read it, probably wouldn't be comic. Right. <laughs> like, you like wow, you mean realistic. my dad's not gonna talk to me anymore? <laughs> this sucks. That's a good thing in some ways. <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah, we just try to give you an idea of what it's gonna be like because it's not all sunshine and flowers and mm -hmm. it's, it's hard it's very hard what we well do. yeah like um if somebody's not funny yeah and they have no ch and you know let's just say they're not funny they don't know how to write a joke they don't know how to be themselves mm -hmm. can that book help them well, you've survived this long. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Courtney's a bad influence. <laughs> no, uh, we actually say in the thing in the book, if you're not funny, go do something else. But how become do you an know, actor? How do you know you're not funny though? Because oh, I, you'll, you'll find it. out. You've seen, <laughs> you'll, yeah. You've seen the people. Yeah. You, I mean, you've been, you've been to, you've been to. And I've also seen. I know you've been to the open mics and you see the people aren't yeah. funny, and then you go back three years later and they're still and they're at the still open mics there. and they're still. So some people are completely delusional. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we we pretty. I think you. I think you. I think most funny people know they're funny. Mm -hmm. 
I do. Do, do you think they get that from like their friends? Because you know how you meet the yeah. the the. Because I, I don't have. Friends. I don't have the. I don't have friends. That's for a fact. <laughs> Obviously, you see how my coworker teaches, <laughs> treats me. But uh, um, I, I, you know, I was always like, you know, funny. I wasn't ever the, the funniest one in the group, and it's You're funny. Still not. I, of course oh, yeah. not. I definitely yeah. not on this yeah. uh, this uh, makeshift You're stage. Not even the here. funniest you know one here. I mean? yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not even funnier than Jacob, and all he does is push a space button and go to the next, you know, go to the next camera. But uh, but the thing is, is you know. Most of the, I find that most of the people that are like the funniest ones in the group, they're never the comics. Nope. They never are. And it's always the ones that, you know, because it seems like they're always the ones that are ready to make that joke after someone else made the joke or after, after somebody else like turned a direction of the conversation. You know, they're like really good at just capitalizing, good, good at tagging, you know, but when it actually comes up with the original thought, they're never the one. We actually have that in the book. We have 10 people who, uh, who sort of uh, want to become comedians, mm -hmm. you know, the class clown, that sort of thing. And one of the ones we talk about the funniest person in the group, we say that's the person who doesn't become a stand-up comic. It's the second funniest person in the group. Really? So we actually say that. All right, I think I was mm -hmm. like uh, The third fourth, funniest? Fourth? Maybe. <laughs> and it was a like group that. of three. I was batting clean up. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> there's three guys at a table <laughs> and I was working behind the counter at Quiznos and I your felt like- Your imaginary friend yeah, got exactly. more I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, the guy who didn't say anything. And <laughs> I'm the only one who can understand them, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, now, this is the thing, too, because uh, your husband, Brian, also wrote the book. How does that even come into play? Like, does he write a chapter, and then you write a chapter? Or is it kind of like you guys both write a chapter, and then you just push them all? It was the every which way, because we only had 10 weeks to write it. And we were moving. We had packed up all our belongings, and we moved from... Uh, New Jersey to Las Vegas. We actually wrote some of it when we were stuck in a snowstorm in Oklahoma. We mm -hmm. wrote some of it on a cruise ship. Uh, so it happened every which way we could because it was such a rush. So some, I would write half a chapter, he would write half a chapter. Some of it we wrote together. Uh, other times, you know, I'd write something and I'd say, you edit it. So we did it every conceivable way. Was it difficult for you to remember like how it was when you first started out. Like God no. Just, so like you, so those so those <laughs> memories are still <laughs> there. You're like, oh Jesus. Like Three a.m. <laughs> oh gosh, no. I'll never. I'll never right. forget. Never. See, see, I always kind of thought because I, I did a lot of drugs up until like last month, and uh, I I was <laughs> all right, just a lot of pot, not real drugs, but just a lot of pot. So it was hard for you me to remember to ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. I want to yeah. be there in court. They're not real drugs. I want to be there when you pee in the cup. That's what it's like. Just pot, dude, dude. But, uh, you know, it's, I just, I do remember, like, when I first started out, like, thinking, hey, this is going to be great. And then you watch yourself and you're like, wow. I have my second open mic on tape. Oof. Yeah, and it's pretty hard to watch. And I, I couldn't watch it for years. And then a couple years ago, when we were just kind of transferring over all our videotapes, I actually, I tried, you know, I had a drink, probably. Right. And I sat down and I watched it. It's not as horrible as I thought it was. It's mm. not good. It's not good at all, but it's not, you know, you could, so if, I, if I saw that person, I would say she had some right. potential, you know. Plus, I, I was cute as a button. I was only, that, yeah, I was exactly. 19. I was adorable. I was so cute That's 19. really good to say about yourself. You I know, was. if I would have saw myself on stage, I'm like, that kid's got it. I would have said that. I would. <laughs> that kid, well, I don't know what happened, but the kid looked like she had potential at 19. So uh, how long were you doing? So you started at 19, yeah. and then uh, when did you meet Brian? When I was 18. Oh, wow. 
Let it go, Brian. Yay! I've been doing stand-up since 85 and doing Brian since 84. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was he the one that told you to get up? Well, he, uh, uh, my brother-in-law owned a comedy club in Philadelphia, and so I had been hanging oh. out there since I was a teenager. And yeah, it's so funny. You know, I've known people like uh, you know Don Marrero for so long. You can't even remember where he met me. And then I met Brian, and we dated for a year. And then finally, he just said, "Go on, girl, get up there." That's and cool. Yeah, yeah. So That's cool, because I'd be pretty afraid if my girlfriend. Why? I don't know. I don't want her talking about my genitals. That's all I talk about. <laughs> well, Brian's That's a tall like guy. Butter. Brian's a tall guy, and he's got big shoes. So, I mean, it's like he's got something to go off of. I'm wearing ten and a half. I mean, it's like middle of the road. Well, you know? I, lie. I lie. I do a lot of small dick jokes. Right. I do, I, but it's all a lie. Nothing we say is true. Brian, Brian, if you <laughs> want to yell, I because Brian's here. Yeah, <laughs> Brian is here. <laughs> Brian, when you hear her tell a small dick joke, are you like, huh? Well, he he ends he ends his show because yeah, because he, <laughs> he usually tells. I'll show you. <laughs> he tells the crowd that we're married, and then he says he doesn't like people to know because I do a lot of small dick jokes, and then he proceeds, proceeds to tell the crowd that I have a vagina the size of a manhole cover. Oh, that's how he see, ends. And what's funny? Looks like we made it. <laughs> right there. See, that's the glue that binds. Yeah, it's a big vagina, small dick jokes. Right there. Thing. So couples, if you're having marital problems, <laughs> just make fun of each other's genitals, and you'll survive for another 23 years. Wink. <laughs> that's good to know, though. I mean, see, that's good, though, because I, I really do think, and that you've heard this 100,000 times, like, the key to a great marriage is laughter and being able to actually take a joke and make mm -hmm. fun of each other. And, I mean, especially you guys aren't just doing it in a group of friends. You're doing it with a group of strangers that you right. don't even know that actually have paid money to see you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, and it's, and it's like now I'm starting to understand. It's like, oh, well, maybe not all comedian women are crazy at all. <laughs> Oh, it's, always, it's the comedian. It's the female comedians that are crazy. Hey, not I'm not banging comedians. the dudes, all right? I'm not trying to bang Brian, all right? <laughs> I don't know. You noticed I'm the like, shoe size. I'm like, wait, little, look. I, actually, I didn't even notice the shoe Brian's size. I just got big shoes. I just, well, I didn't really notice the shoe size. I just noticed how his giant hands dwarfed my oh, hands. I felt like I was three years hands. old. I was like this, hey, Brian. It was sort of like, hey, boom. I'm like, oh, great. I feel like I'm three years old now, you know. <laughs> Brian just could start walking with me, like, take your first step, Gooch. Right now it's getting sick. And now it is. All right. I took it to a weird place. I took it to a weird place. I'm sorry. Well, you started out the whole thing by saying hymen a long time ago. Hymen. So the well, whole show see, is kind of weird. I'm just trying to introduce a word. See, a lot of people, they're afraid word. of that. And no, it's, it's a, a great word. word, you know. It sounds Yiddish. It does. It is sure. a Yiddish. Is you know, it Yiddish? Oh, it's Yiddish. It's Yiddish. That's a Yiddish it's word if I ever heard Yiddish. it. It's spelled with a C, right? I think I just started a comedy cyclone <laughs> with Tracy. New chapter, yes. comedy Bible, hymen. hymen. Funny word. Hymen. Next funny chapter. Word. <laughs> well, that's good, though. See, I, I just think um, it's like when you, write, when you write the book, you know, and, and obviously... There's, you're really telling us a lot because you kind of started out with the Seinfeld approach where it's like, it's really a book about nothing. But there really was. Yes, there right. really is. Like, there really is that. a lot to learn because you're, 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 you're explaining to everybody just like, first off, this is not easy. You got to have thick mm -hmm. skin. You got to be able to take a joke. And the funniest one in the group is probably going to end up working at Quizzos for the rest of the <laughs> We're not that hard. Right. I know, so. <laughs> but we actually do at one point say that if you, uh, you know, we try to talk about uh, uh, comics when they hang out together, how brutal we are with each other. Mm -hmm. and, we, and we do say that at one point, if you can't handle that kind of thing, 
well, go go into improv or go into something where they're a little bit nicer and more oh. supportive because I think that's a, I think a lot it chases a lot of people away. The first time you go to a diner mm -hmm. with a group of comics and they mm. are just laying into you. And, well, you know, I funny. love it. It was funny because uh, before uh, Courtney went to Bally's, uh, she. <laughs> We were talking, and there was actually a comic who went up on stage and made fun of this guy. It was like, he's only been doing it for about a month. Mm -hmm. And the guy said, uh, he's like, yeah, I just want to let you know, I uh, got a telegram here. You're not funny. Stop. You should give up. Stop. And it's just like. He did that on stage? On stage. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's See, not cool. I, that's how I, I feel. I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel that there's definitely a line you don't cross. Like, saying a comic isn't funny yeah. is like, you know, saying your baby's ugly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it really does. You're just like, or wow. Or saying comic is a hack. Yeah. I mean, we actually do say that in the book. We say, you know, be careful when you use that word, because it's probably the worst thing you can say to a comedian. Exactly. So think about what you're saying before you label that, you you know, know, label and that's, that charge. And that's another it. thing, too, I wanted to talk to you about. What is your, since you're the comedy aficionado now, since there, <laughs> since you and Brian are who I have to turn to to Mr. see if. Mr. Mrs. Comedy yeah, has I know, been right? on the billboard. To get a recommendation in Philly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to us in Philly. That's why we're moved out here. <laughs> but uh, what is your definition of a hack? I mean, because like, <sighs> I, 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 to me, if somebody steals a joke, Forbatim. Like if somebody See, does. See, that's the that's the problem. Hack has become a word that means stealing, and it, it never really started out that way. It meant hackneyed, mm -hmm. so it meant sort of somebody who panders, and then all of a sudden the definition changed, and now it means stealing. Well, what is And it we always say that there's a good word for stealing. It's called stealing. Right, you right. Just stick with that. That's perfectly yeah. fine. Well, what's the so then? What exactly is? You were talking about pandering. Right. So if a comic goes out and gives the crowd what they want. Right. Or gives the crowd what they're expecting. Yeah. That's kind of what my definition but of see, hack is. You can still do that and, and kind of be true to yourself, too. I mean, so it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of hard to define hack because, uh, unfortunately, we all would find a little bit of hackiness from time to time. Right. So I don't even like to sort of define that word. Um, if somebody's still doing material that has been done to death since vaudeville, mm -hmm. and they claim that they wrote it. Yeah, like, take know? my wife, please. Exactly. Yeah. I would say that's hacky material. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty much stuff that's just been done to death. Well, and that's, and that's, you know? and, 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 and that's like a huge, uh, that's a huge uh, conversation piece when it comes to comics. Like, we'll watch a comic. And all of a sudden, it's like we'll hear them do one one-liner that we heard before, and then right. all of a sudden, this guy's a hack. This guy's a hack. This guy's right, a stealer. Right. You know, and it's just like, no, people can have that parallel thought. Parallel thought. It's like I know you want to think that you're so out there on your own cloud. Yeah. But relax a little. And it used to be that we would just kind of pull each other aside and say, that's so-and-so's joke. Mm -hmm. uh, now you put it up on YouTube, and you take the original person who you think is the original person's joke, and you put it side by side, and you try to make that person a hack. Uh, Brian had that happen to him. Somebody, somebody said, hey, there's a comic from Montreal that does that joke. And Brian said, well, I've been going up and working in Montreal for 30 years. You know, why is yeah. it that he took it from me? So this kind of stuff is dangerous that people do that. You, you know, we should go back to the old days where you just kind of pulled somebody aside or, mm -hmm. you know, said that's somebody's or, joke or, you know, you jack them up against the wall in the green room. Yeah, right. Say, you know, stop you doing my do joke. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I'll kill you. I've, I've left nasty messages on people who have stolen yeah. them. Yeah, stolen them. I had, a, I had a woman steal my material. Uh, she was emceeing for me. We worked together the night before. And she goes up on Saturday night, and it was funny because I was audio taping my set, so I had my little lavalier on and everything. So I'm sort of like talking as she's on stage, and I hear her go into my bit. 
And it's so funny because you can hear me on the audio saying, oh, she's not. Oh, no. Oh, she did Oh, she, no, no, really. Really? <laughs> she, yeah, she does my bit right in front of me. Oh. Yeah, I was furious. Yeah, and, you know, and I've actually, I've had people uh, do, like, comics I know that got the idea from me, but it's like, but just because they get the premise, I don't really get upset if they get the premise, but when they do the joke, just like I said, yeah. you know, just like you yeah. said, you know, it's, it's, there's something so disrespectful about that, and it just goes to show you. And on top of that, where is that girl working at today? You know I me. Mean? Unfortunately, she's still working. Her name and is I've, Margaret I've, Cho. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. I just threw out Chelsea. Hand Chelsea. Let's get somebody. Let's in trouble. somebody by the name of. Nah, yeah. you wouldn't know her name, but she works all over the uh, the East Coast, and yeah. and I saw her steal uh, a good friend of mine. I saw her steal her old ending. So I tell people, you know, right. I tell people, but. She still works. I actually had a friend of mine who went and worked at uh, uh, in Jersey, actually, uh -huh. and he did this. He did this joke, and he's like, "You stole that from Andrew Dice Clay. You stole that from <laughs> this person. You stole that." And it was just, whoa, you know, like. And then the the owner actually did that, which is very. I've never heard of an owner do that, doing that. You know, me calling somebody out for right. taking jokes, and then he ended up losing the gig. And it's oh, and the thing is, though, is I don't think he did. I don't think yeah. he stole. You know, I mean, maybe he did something that was similar, but thieves are thieves. That's that's the thing we've always said. If somebody steals, they steal all the time. Mm -hmm. And if you think a person stole them once, the person didn't steal because it's kind of like a pathological behavior. Right. You know what I mean? They just, you know, it's a shame. I feel sorry for some people. They've been labeled thieves and they're not. So uh, let's talk about. Uh, Shekwa magazine. No, no. <laughs> mean stitchy. Hey, stitchy, stitchy magazine. magazine. Shekibagazine.com. Yeah. It's a website that you and Brian run. What exactly is that now? Uh, it's been since 1999, April 1, 1999. And it's, uh, it's changed over the years, but it's all about stand-up comedy. USA Today called us charming, sincere, and helpful. Hey. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Hey, right on. And then, hey, don't forget to open their book, first chapter. Your parents are going to hate you. But hey, whatever. You know? That's helpful and sincere. Might not be charming, but it's helpful and sincere. Yeah, I mean, it's changed. We used to have, I think, 10 columnists, and we've interviewed, you know, Richard Lewis and Triumph the Insult Comic Dog mm. and Mitch Hedberg and we used to interview people and now we just sort of have a blog and we blather on and on. Now when you in interviewed Triumph the Insult Comic <laughs> yes. Dog. Yes. Hard to believe you could type with those. Right, words, right. Now uh, was it was it like was it a written out was it a video or is it a written out? No, no. We always did our interviews via email. Okay, did so Robert Smigel have him on his hand doing the I whole didn't thing. see it, but I believe it was Triumph himself. He, he wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> our, favorite, our favorite answer was, we said to him, uh, we said, what is that accent? And he said, it's a dog accent, you moron. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, German. one time I, uh, I did an interview, because uh, you know, I work on the radio. Uh -huh. and, um, yeah, we all know. Yeah, well, big, I'm a big deal. you're tired of telling people. I'm a big deal. <laughs> Wink. Comp 92.3, 3 to 7, Monday through Friday. Tell a friend. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, when I'm not being awesome on the radio, yeah. uh, but no, no, but like when I was on the radio, I, I was in, I used to interview all these comics, and it was, yeah. I would interview any comic anytime just because That's I was why just I'm here. yeah exactly uh -huh. right no, uh, but uh, you were the fourth person out of <laughs> person a three person troop. <laughs> Try to dig it in. <laughs> I'm just gonna go home and carve Tracy and Tracy. No, Brian, because you like him better. Oh, yes, that's right. I do. Big I'm feet. Brian, big feet. <laughs> Size 12. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, but, uh, but uh, I actually was uh, I was interviewing a comic and he was a ventriloquist 
brings the dummy into the studio, and he's even doing this, like, right here. And, I mean, I'm, and the, and the weird thing is, is I'm looking at the dummy. I'm like, yeah. I'm mesmerized. It's like Sesame Street. It is, right? It was the creepiest thing in the world. And I'm just sitting here <laughs> thinking, like, how bad does this guy want to wear my skin? Like, it was the weirdest thing I've ever had. And it was just like, hey, so what do you think about this? And the dummy would answer, and, you know, and, of course, he's got to be smart-ass right. dummy. Hey, yo, shut up, idiot. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Actually, I was working with a ventriloquist in Atlantic City years and years ago. And I walked into the green room, and he was sitting there on the couch and he and his puppet were reading the paper together right just all by himself yeah it's like that was a little strange Ooh. yeah that was a little strange, a little strange. Hey. all right well we gotta wrap things up here but before we leave we like yeah. to play a little game with you it's oh called, dear uh, three under 30 we okay. ask you three questions okay and you got to answer them under 30 seconds okay very simple get this. ready can and you can this. use brian as a lifeline i don't if need help to. all right here we go <laughs> Sucking All right, head. we got the Muffin timer mouth. ready? Uh oh. All right, and go. Who wrote Tom Sawyer? Mark Twain. All right. How <laughs> I, many? Almost said, I almost said Huckleberry. <laughs> You're like, uh, 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 Huckleberry. <laughs> Huckle Twain? I should have just said it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> How many cards are in a deck? 52. All right. And That's, finish this oh. song lyric. Oh, dear, okay. She can kill with a smile. She can warm with her eyes. She can ruin your faith with her casual lies. Oh, and something, something. She was always a woman to me. No, oh. uh, sorry. The actual ending of the line is, oh, so horny. Oh, oh, so horny. Oh, so horny. Me love you long time. You were close. Darn. You were really Darn. close. That's my favorite Christmas song. By the way. <laughs> right next to Dominic oh, the Donkey. The, yes. <laughs> I love Dominic the Donkey. He all, he all. I love that. <laughs> well, Tracy Skeen, don't forget to check out the Comedy Bible on Amazon and any books. It's in bookstores all across the yes. nation correct mm -hmm. and uh, don't forget to check out Shecky magazine and if she's coming to a town near you you can also check and any place where we can check uh, out your dates or we'll anything. be sure mr. and mrs. comedy.com mm -hmm. and we'll be at the improv in uh, February right on mm -hmm. Tracy Skeen thank you very much for stopping thank by. I really you. appreciate it don't forget to check out next week okay. one o'clock right here on vegasvideonetwork.com and if you only caught the last few seconds you can catch the replays on Roku iTunes uh, YouTube <laughs> And VegasVideoNetwork.com. I'm Brandon Guchan. Thank you for watching Awkward Silence 2.1. We're out of here.